Welcome to the Pearls of Wisdom podcast, where we mix business, law of attraction, spirituality, and well-being with great guests and phenomenal stories. You'll hear hints, tips, and up-to-the-minute information on digital communication from an expert in her field. Pearl has some wonderful individuals in her networks, and she will be interviewing them all at some point in the future. Enjoy your listening. Hello and welcome to the Pearls of Wisdom podcast. Today I'm going to speak about return on investment in marketing. It's not always about the money. Now I've been thinking about this for a few days and I really feel that I need to share this because so many people, ROI, return on investment, return on investment. Everybody thinks, oh, it's got to be monetized. What money uh, am I going to get back from whatever I do? And yes, ultimately, when we're thinking about these things, we would ideally like to get money, a fair exchange. If we do a role, we do a job and we get paid for doing that service and that comes in. With marketing, there's a slightly different scenario involved. Marketing gets your brand out there, gets you engaged with the audience that you want to speak to, that you want to build that know, like and trust with. And by doing that, it puts you in front of the right people. They're not necessarily going to buy from you straight away. And that's something to really keep in mind. But when it's looking at ROI and it comes to marketing, there are so many different ways that you can have a win, see a win, get your dopamine hits and really feel that you can move forward. Because then once you've got an engaged audience, you can start to see that work you've done previously, all the hard work in the background that's building everything up. Ultimately, you do get that money come in that is the, the monetary return on investment. But first of all, just, just some examples of how marketing can be measured, how we can measure it to see whether it's been a good campaign, a bad campaign and what we can change with it. Say you send out a newsletter and you want people to respond to join and follow maybe a Facebook page or something you've set up. Now, if you can get people to actually click that like button and follow your page from the push-pull marketing that you've put into your newsletter, then that's a win. You've got a return on investment and the higher the number, obviously, the higher the return on your investment, your investment of time. Ultimately, that could turn into money that they buy your um, services and goods afterwards because you're building that no like and trust. But initially, take that win as you get X amount of people that like your page, that they've understood what your marketing angle was, what you've managed to um, entice people to do. You've enticed your audience to come in and actually like a Facebook page or like a Facebook group. Now, that's a win. Take that, take that dopamine hit and enjoy it because that is really going to help you moving forward because you're setting that the groundwork there to actually build on so that the, your audience, an engaged audience, soon becomes your best clients and customers. So you need to keep them happy and share that information and just keep that excitement and adrenaline within your marketing. Another idea could be, I've seen it um, when I've worked with um, luxury cars before, 
the plea went out to a large agency to, again, using a Facebook demographic where you're actually working from a group that we knew that the people already liked the vehicles, liked um, the inf information they were receiving, but we were pushing to get test drives. Wouldn't necessarily get a sale there and then, but once you've actually got someone inside that car so that they can smell it, feel it, touch it, you're more than halfway there to actually making the sale afterwards. So again, the ROI on that work from doing push-pull marketing from different groups to actually get people to sign up, click that link and say, yes, they want to do a test drive. That's all the marketing remit that um, the clients had actually asked for. So that was a win-win. You get your dopamine hits, ultimately could have become a sale at the end, but that isn't what they were after. They wanted people to sign up from a certain age and psychodemographic that would actually start to get people to say, yes, they want to do that test drive, to love like and feel that, feel themselves behind the wheel of that particular model and so help revenue and sales because ultimately once you've tried it you don't want to give it back you've you've then got that that you're driving and working towards to actually make sure that you can buy it in the future so there are lots of different ways when you look at marketing again if you've got an event maybe you've got something that you're sharing on eventbrite or you've got an online event or even once we're out of covid we're actually looking at filling an arena and you want as many people there as possible and that's where your marketing could become sales but also becomes bums on seats that you actually get people there so that they're that from your engagement with the different posts and everything you use in your campaign can fill that auditorium can get people to click on the eventbrite link and actually bring everyone in so that they are there ready to hear the great news you want to impart and from that you've got your captive audience you know that they're interested because they're there in front of you they want to listen and that's when you do your call to action at the end where you can have a return on investment on a monetary side because you've done the work beforehand you've set the ground rules and it's actually getting the interest there so that people are thinking yes I want this you get in um, literary circles it's almost called narrative greed where you actually get people you've got that hook out there that people are interested they want to know more they want to learn more and by doing that you've achieved your return on investment there are so many different ways. And once again, anyone that listens to any of my teaching across any of the different platforms that I'm on, be it the podcast, be it my um, Pearls of Wisdom from Pearl Cox International, my group on Facebook or my Facebook page, which is all about my Pearl Cox International Limited Business or my page on LinkedIn, which, surprise, surprise, is Pearl Cox International. Any of these bits that you can see on the platforms that I'm sharing, and I now have a Pearls of Wisdom um, YouTube channel, so make sure you can have a look at that and subscribe if you feel it's going to be of interest to you. But all of these different areas are going to see, I always talk about learning styles, audience, how to actually engage. And when you're doing that, the more you know your clients, your customers, where they hang out, what they like, keywords that's going to really engage with them and actually attract them and they'll understand it. This is all 
the information that you put into your marketing campaign. So your return on investment, the investment of time that you put in beforehand yields so many rewards at the end. So it's looking at it, considering what your psychographic is, which will fit your Facebook groups, whereas it's the psychology of the like and the feel. It's a feeling as opposed to a keyword. It's an actual feeling. What do people like in those groups? Where can you share and post or if you're doing a paid um, promotion that you want to hit specific people, you can actually target in that and actually see what demographic, what um, feeling you want to hit. As in, it could be someone with um, mental health problems that wants to reach out and you want to show them that you're there to listen, that you've got a meditation that you want to share that's really going to help them. It could be someone that's wanting to move on with their career and they want to um, upskill in certain areas that's where they'd want to be on your challenge or want to look at join your mastermind so they can retrain in a certain area and actually use that. That's where you'd start to use and look at psychographics because you're imparting that feeling of success if they follow what you're offering and take part in it and they get a great result at the end. And once more, you get the dopamine hits, they get the dopamine hits because it's really coming in and helping them with that. If you're looking at keywords, you can use that through a YouTube channel and actually use that and tag it. Just make sure when you use YouTube, make sure for um, to help people with um, any disabilities and everything. Oh, sorry, I've lost the word. <laughs> so that you know that it's accessible. So make sure that it's accessible to everyone. So make sure that you've actually got a written transcript that you can upload so you can actually add your closed captions to this so make sure you've got that and that's quite easy there's quite a lot of different um dictation apps out there that could record and listen to what you've said the sound from your video and it will transcribe to text so you can actually do that and upload do not rely on the automated um, closed captions that Google offer. I've seen people fall foul of that because obviously it picks up a word, but it doesn't always say the same thing. And sometimes it might say a word that isn't necessarily one that you meant and it could come across and it could offend someone and that isn't what you meant to do at all. So definitely, definitely look at all these, ensure that you've got that. And then with um, YouTube, you've got all the metadata that you can um, include um, with that metadata is the techie stuff that is basically for search engine optimization where you add all the details that you want the bots to read at the back so that then when people are searching on their search engines and they put keywords in up it pops from the metadata that you've added to your youtube video so again these are all things doing that groundwork beforehand so you get a return on investment from your video because you've got the right information there you've used your keywords maybe use hashtags as well so you are actually using the push-pull marketing method to actually bring people to where your information is so you can share and again it's looking at the way people learn so you've got those three lean learning styles where you've got kinesthetic when you've got um oral or where you've got um where people listen where it's an audio 
format. So again, look at your message, where you put it, what words you actually use with that and how you're going to resonate with your customer or client base and make sure that you've included all that because once you've done the groundwork, you can be sure that your return on investment comes in tenfold. Yes, it might just be more likes, it might be more traffic to your website, it might be more people joining a group. But ultimately, these are the people that become your tribe. These are the ones that are going to really connect with you. And the more information you can impart to them and share so they really get to know your personality, that's when they feel good and they want to buy from you. And I think anyone that's works in the social um media industry, anyone in marketing will say it used to be we used to have three to five touch points. And once you'd had that with a client or customer, yes, you've got their trust. Now, because so many people consume their information on such things as the online digital world, you need to be engaging with your um, preferred client customer audience at least 15 times so that again they can see you in different places you've got those different touch points where people engage with you and they start to think they start to see your message and if you're doing that make sure it's on brand make sure your logo is always the same make sure your tagline is always the same so when people land on something they think well that looks familiar and then it starts to embed those brand messaging to everyone that looks at it, they know your logo, they know your company name, they know your tagline and what you stand for. And then as more and more they start to engage in your messaging, then solidifies exactly what your tagline is saying, what message you want to put out to people. They start to say, yes, I know what this person's about. I know what the company's about. I love what they're saying. I feel confident enough to buy from there. And also if they've had a good experience, this is where social media blew the marketing world apart it became that the consumer led the advertising it was word of mouth if they've had a good um example from you they've really enjoyed what they've had they've had good service from you and they're happy with it customers tell other people and then they will share it and quite often now this is when it suddenly changed that instead of going through the large companies marketing pushing out stuff saying we're great look at this look at this people went on to the likes of Facebook and said I'm looking at this company has anyone used it can you tell me whether it's good or bad what was your experience and from there that's when the tables turned that's when your return on investment completely flipped and it it turned to be um, consumer-led, customer-led. So this is all ideas to consider so that when you put your marketing campaign and work into your um, marketing together, when you're looking at return on investment or if you've got a client that you're doing the work for and they're asking, what's my return on investment? What can you show that you have achieved? These are loads of different ways that you can start to share this with your customers, with your clients and prove that, yes, this has been a success because of this, this and this. We've upped your um hits to your website by this. This is a percentage that it's grown. We've um, grown a Facebook group from nothing to 500 people to 1,000 or whatever. These are dopamine hits for you showing fantastic return on investment to the client. And as they see good results like that, that's when you start. They have repeat business. They come back to you 
And that's when it starts that ultimately you get the money come in, you get the monetary return on investment. I hope this has been helpful. If you want to know more, by all means, get in touch with me and I do other podcasts if you want to learn certain areas. But I'm hoping I've shared a bit of my pearls of wisdom and that you've enjoyed this. And please, if you if you're liking these podcasts, please share them with your friends and family. Thank you. Thank you for listening to the Pearls of Wisdom podcast. We hope you have enjoyed the content shared. Please share with others who would like to enjoy these interviews and discussions. If you would like to support the podcast, please follow the link in the episode description. If you want to be a guest on the show, reach out and let's discuss next steps. Until the next time, enjoy your listening.